0: Welcome to episode 181, a totally unplanned episode, but I think it's a worthy one because I woke up and saw something trending about Jermaine Greer and um, it brought up a couple of issues for me that I just wanted to touch on and then I pulled up where the heavenly bodies were on the day that she was born and I saw some other things. Now, how to approach this? First things first, I find that a lot of things that are happening in the social media realm are reactions on sound bites, and that's very unfortunate because you are giving the power of the media to determine your opinions and it's creating a kind of um, kind of bullying atmosphere that is totally unfounded. And I have to say this because um, the first time I saw it really happen, extremely, was with Kanye West, where the sound bites on the mainstream media said that Kanye said that slavery was a choice. Now, anybody with eyes and ears can see in the interview, if you watch the entire interview, that he said slavery sounds like a choice. And in context, it was nothing like how people took it, interpreted it, and ran with it on memes and all over social media. And that is pretty tragic because it shows that people are not really interested in knowing what someone says and that they're giving all the, the um, power to <laughs> mainstream media because they're the ones reporting it or you know, making this sound bite that is inaccurate, and then people are not checking the details and just running with it. So, what I have to be consciously aware of that myself. So, when I saw this thing, Jermaine Gear says, um, uh, slavery, I'm not no, slavery. rape is. Isn't that serious or something like that? But that was the context. Here it is. Jermaine Gear calls for punishment for rape to be reduced. And I'm thinking, huh? And they said, most rape is just lazy, careless. And I'm thinking, how could you? And I mostly I see the tweet. Oh, how did she say that? Oh, rape was horrible for me and blah, 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 blah. So I thought, okay, let me first read this article. And I did. And that's not all she said. And it, it is totally taken out of context. Okay. And I'll tell you that okay that's the main thing and you can search it you can find it a drop of a hat if you go but what it prompted me to do because you are on my 13th science sky astrology report let me introduce myself my name is chapeau claudette aka cloudette because i love clouds and looking up and i use a astronomical calculation to find out exactly where the heavenly bodies are when um, anyone is born. You can find that out. So, bef- I'll be right back. I am woman, hear me roll, in numbers too big to to play that because what she does go on to say is that she said um in a world is full of bad sex that people are not talking and loving as they should quote love making is not a matter of an organ it is a matter of communication and somehow we've got to rescue it it is in deep trouble heterosex which in a way brings me to um what she said or did not say, because I did not check this one, actually, about transgender people weren't women, which I have to say, and I'll hold my hands up, but I'm not afraid to say it, I don't agree with. I think we can do better than that. I think we should find a new name for people who are transgender, male and female. Because I am a woman, and I don't see myself as the same sex as a transgender. So if they want to be women too, or want to be classified as women, then what does that make me? That's my question. I know it's controversial, but I'm putting it out there. Okay. So that's enough of that. What is amazing that I always finding people who make waves, and and um, you know get noticed in a way is when I'm looking at her chart she's born January 29th 1939 in Melbourne Australia first thing that I notice is that she has um, she is a Capricorn and this is where the Sun is astronomically so it's not you would think oh that's Aquarian territory no she is um, actually in the middle of Capricorn that's nine degrees and it is also her ascendant and but it squares her moon. So the sun is like the masculine and the moon is the feminine. And her moon is in Aries. So it's like a switch. You have to notice these switch things. So when the sun is in a feminine sign. Because Capricorn is feminine. And the moon which is feminine is in a masculine sign. Then it it is a um, more intense interaction with these energies. And we know that Mars... Struggles in Aries because, I mean, Moon struggles in Aries because the Moon is connected to the Mother and to water, emotional, and connected to Cancer and um, her moon finds itself in Aries. So she's a fighter, you know, and she is here, really. Everybody has, like, I notice, you know, you'll see, we all kind of have a purpose, and her purpose is really to stir things up. And I see it, we have Rahu, which is a very, no, Ketu, sorry, a very important point. It's called the South Node. And she has that South Node in between the moon, at 12 degrees Aries and Uranus at 16 degrees Aries. I mean, so she is here to kind of stir the pot and to challenge, um, you know, these concepts of masculine and feminine. Anyway, yeah, that is her purpose. And, you know, it's important to use... Um, the energies of certain individuals to stir the pot, to ask the questions, because they embody the struggle. It's their upbringing, it's their experience, it's who they are. It's not some journalist at the end, um, soundbiting and throwing something together. Of what, um, of course, the attention of co- is good that we find out what they said. But you have to do your own. Research. Um, Another thing that if you've been listening to me, you'll know that also I see a lot of power in the zero degree placement of um, heavenly bodies. And she has that as well. She's got Neptune at zero degrees of Virgo. And Neptune's a faraway planet, so it kind of more has to do with the universal thing. So she, of course, she, you know, she's more kind of world, world, we know more about her on a world scale than her personal life. So that would, you know, also have some implication on her. Neptune has a lot to do with filming, with, you know, image and how you are perceived in the world. And um, yeah, it's. A sensitive point in her sky, as I like to call it, also I have to say, because we this all happened on a full moon in a focus, which is the healer and you know um an emotional healer that is focused on transforming things, would it have affected this because um her Venus is at fourteen degrees of focus. And that's where my moon is, actually. And, yeah, so it happened when she had a full moon on her focus and her feminine, you know, and her Venus, which is in her 10th house, 11th house of of uh, associations or um, eleven houses to do with kind of um, – groups and things like that and peers you know peers of course she's at the hay festival that kind of thing so um yeah that's kind of explains that you know this was going to be picked up uh by by people and kind of thrust around and that's all good we should all keep talking if you want to know more about what your sky look like There's a lot I'm thinking about recently. Please feel free to join a discussion on my Instagram page. It's aka Cloudette or the skystrology.com website where you can contact me. Also, there's a Facebook group. So today the sun is still in Taurus. The moon is in now Sagittarius and uh, we'll be there for a couple of days because there's a quite a big s- sign but what I want to note is that um, Mars is in Capricorn uh, ignore it's not in Aquarius like Western astrologies will tell you so you know and Mars I found is has a strength in Capricorn as well even though it does struggle but it can get things done so use that drive use that drive use that drive (laughs) okay take care of yourselves and thanks for listening